This episode sponsored by Maximus Box. It's your monthly clothing subscription. Clothing for the big and tall man in your life. Visit MaximusBox.com for your subscription. Well, hello there. Come on in. Have a seat. Enjoy a beverage. And welcome to the Martini Lounge. With Jonathan and Sergey. And you're back. Hello, it's another amazing episode of the Martini Lounge. Amazing. We've been having a whole hell of a lot of fun. Like too much fun. Right. Recently, yeah. especially, we've had some amazing guests. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. I mean, we know how to pick them, but we that's do. okay. I know. It's, no it's credit fine. to us or anything. No, we're doing a lot of fun. And today's going to be fun, too. Listen, we've been doing a yeah. lot of comedians. We have. A lot of actors. Mm-hmm. We thought, let's get, come on, we have musician friends. Yeah, we do. And we've interviewed musicians over the years. Let's bring music back to it. And so we are. Yeah. We're bringing the beat back, if you if you will. <gasps> Turn bring the, the beat, beat up. There you go. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Listen I like to that. the music. You're mm, welcome. Why Another. aren't you the singer? Right? Why aren't you the one we're interviewing? Why? Jonathan, Why? tell us about your Especially first with, album. With oh. that song, I could have worn, like, uh, I had a f- afro. True. You know, the white person with the fra- afro is always, always great. The white the afro. I know. Unless you're Jewish. White people don't really pull off no. afros. Yeah, Jewish people yeah. have that. The Jewfro. The Jewish, the Jewfro. Yeah. I don't know how it works. You just have really curly hair. Yeah, they just crazy. have really curly hair. That's yeah, it. Gets on it. So Which you is have how, a Jewfro like or an how afro. that works. I know. But you can't go. have a... What would it be if it's a Caucasian fro? Would it be a cock fro? Is that a thing? Is First that what it would all, be? If your cock, cock has a fro, I'm. Mm, mm. I'm gonna talk. We're gonna talk about grooming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you need some to. Some people out there have a cock fro. You That's need true. to. It's true. 1970s. I, listen, I, girl, you do not have to weed that out, but at least give it a trim. Yeah, just a trim. Yeah, it's like very put a easy. on that. And some of us are hairier than others. And that's okay. I know. And listen, oh a little bit's okay. Even yes. a little fuzz is okay. Okay, can I tell Shut you? Down, that just reminded me that no. so I was talking to, you know, um, I was talking to someone about how when you're older, when you hit your 40s, sometimes your testosterone yeah. level changes. Sure. I don't think I'm having that problem due to other things. Right. But one of the things they said was, well, you know, one of the things some guys don't like is it makes you more hairy. I'm like, I don't think I can be more hairy. <laughs> well, you I don't have it on your think, face. Like, all of you. Right? So I would turn into a gorilla. Oh, my God. Like, but I'm like, more hairy? You would be a real bear. Yeah. You literally would turn into... Like an actual... You would just actually be a grizzly bear. I would be a grizzly. We would have to put you in a zoo. Oh, no, Because the wild is just too dangerous, Jonathan. Cages are only fun, like, now and then for sex. We don't need to do it. Well, it'll be like the San Diego Zoo, where you have a lot of space, and it's, like, nationally renowned or something. Maybe a preserve. I don't... Yes! There... Oh, you're so kind. I know. In Alaska. so good to me. Yeah. Oh, no. There's a lot of fish. No. There are a lot of fish up there. Listen. And cold. It, it's that or, or Montana. That's all I can give you. I can offer you a Montana or right? Alaska. Okay, so one of the things uh, we're doing... Because, you know, we do a lot, and we're, we're working true. on a lot of things, is we're Fucking doing true. the... Um, the GoPro right now because yeah. we're putting a reel together for a project we're working on. And so we just GoPro. ran, we were told to just randomly put it in. And I was, <laughs> we were talking that they were like, Oh, the problem is we okay. are everywhere. We we're going to start over here yeah. and we're going to 
Then our, we're going to take a little our, detour over here. Yeah. Then we're going to... It's you just going to be crazy. When they say your train of thought derails, our train yes. doesn't have rails. No. never even... Be, no. It just kind of is there. Yeah. And it was already just freeform and, yeah, it's, uh, in the beginning. Exactly. We rabble trail <laughs> down everywhere. It's just... It's fucked up. I... Hey, I... It's fine. I love it. I know. I, love it. I mean, this is how we do it. So anyways, you can be extra hairy. The other thing I was told is that it mm-hmm. can give you... Ma- how does this work? Testosterone can give you man boobs. First of all, I don't need help. Thank you. <laughs> Second of all, Is what do you true? mean testosterone? I thought that's what estrogen did. I thought that's what, yeah. Like, that's why my dad doesn't drink soy milk anymore. Like, this because is like, soy milk, now listen, you have, here's the thing. You have to drink Soy milk does have estrogen. Uh, Naturally, yeah. soy does. Soybeans do. Yeah. You have to drink, like, like, I drink one every day. It, mm-hmm. it, I did not wake up looking like Pamela Anderson, though. They were already I don't know. There. I don't know. <laughs> I, that is still out. The jury's out on that one. Straight Jonathan. guys are like, I, I'm oddly attracted. <laughs> Has your boss been nicer to you all of a sudden? Has he bought you drinks? Right. These this, are the real questions we have problem. to ask. I wondered why he brought me a beer. I'm like, he just I'm bring you flowers working, for Valentine's right? Day. You're like, mm-hmm. either he's really gay all of a sudden, or I look like a woman. <laughs> Enough with the soy milk. Got it. <laughs> no, but it's true. You have to have a lot. Yeah, a lot but, of soy. What's so weird is I. I mean, I don't typically like to bash on my family because they already don't like that i do this that's fine <laughs> but my dad literally just won't. Super they, they started doing almond milk instead religiously because they loved swim milk before but then my mom read an article about how it turned someone into a woman and my dad was Listen. like i'm not gonna be a woman so you, what you're telling so me is it that. does <laughs> your dad and my dad's like i'm not gonna I'm be not a woman be. <laughs> so also i i feel like it runs in your family yeah. if you read an article or oh, you God. saw it online okay that's shady. i just want to say that's shady. <laughs> That's shady. It is, because I made fun of you the other day. I read an article where I'm supposed to drink 212 ounces of water as a man. It was 104, and that's an achievable number. No, it is achievable. I don't know if it's necessary. You have to, though. Uh, I feel like you can get some good um, hydration. Mm Bear Grylls would oh, give God, you no, lots of ways no. to hydrate. Bear Grylls would have been and real embarrassed by me. Isn't that circular hydrating? When you pee, and, and then, then you drink dry. your pee, and is then you... It, I feel like you get every, the maximum out of it, first of all. But second, um, why? Right? We have When you water. have waste products on your body, isn't it to get rid of to the things you it, don't need? You. Yeah. Well, so, Bear Grylls, I would like to ask you, what do you need? Here's the deal. Apparently, this is what I hear also, okay. not on the internet, excuse me. <laughs> you can drink your pee up to seven times before it's toxic for you. You can cycle through it seven times. So if you're ever lost in the forest and you're feeling a little bear grillsy and you don't want to drink the, the, the stream water, that is perfectly fine right that now. Is a, you're going to be good. You can drink it seven times. That um, is the most disturbing fact I've ever heard. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. When it comes out, it's just clumps. <laughs> it's just sand particles coming. Drink your pee. Seven times. Seven. It's probably I'm just. So, like, you can drink it and then pee into a cup yep, and drink, drink it again it and pee, pee into a, a cup. Seven cycles. Then... Yeah, I'm isn't ne- that weird? Listen, you should never say never because it tempts the universe. I, so, mm-hmm, but I I'm don't good. like the thought. I will say that. That doesn't sound like something I, I want to. A well, situation I would like to find myself and in. And here's the deal. Where I drink If that. I am on a deserted island in the middle of the mountains, whatever the situation is where I'm lost and my life is at danger, I'm probably going to go and drink from the water, even though there's a chance that'll kill me. But that's yeah, going to take right? care of my problems. It is, right? Listen, I'm I mean, already at risk for death. <laughs> what am I really missing out on? I know, right? Not Anything. drinking my pee. No, that's that does it. not sound. <laughs> I'm okay. Have you ever, what does he do? Bear Girls Surviving. Survivor Man. Survivor Man. Yeah. 
And every single episode has something to do with pee. Pee, yeah. Everything. Thank you. And he'll you know, pee always... on a t-shirt and wrap it in his face. They, yeah. He's gonna. I mean, he does <laughs> this. This will cool weird... you off, and you're like, mmm, it's warm pee. You know how pee works, right? Right. It's warm. <laughs> it's, like when you're in a. Have you been in a pool ever? You know and the how... kids are around you. You know? No. You okay. know how pee works, right? You know how pee works. <laughs> and <laughs> if, if anybody knows how pee works, it's P works. It's Bear Grylls. It's Bear Grylls. He he's an expert. He's a urologist at this point. He yes, at, honestly. But he also eats weird things. Like he's like, oh yeah, when you're hungry, eat a snake. And you're like, and see, mm, at least that I'm like, okay, okay. I get you. You're you're mountainy man. But yeah. the P gets it's too far. Yeah, it's, it's too, it's too far. far. And don't you aren't you waiting for him to go further? Like I know something's gonna happen that he's you don't ever imagine. Ew. He's gonna eat his shit. I you hope think that's not. gonna happen? I don't know. I don't think that goes seven times. I don't think that goes through. Se- I, I think that goes through once. I don't think that is even one time. Like no, no. It's just. It really is just exit. It's just yeah. That, that is, is you listen, you're done. Listen, you're yeah. done. That's we got rid of that for a reason. Mm-mm. It is not coming back. Would you here. ever do that oh, uh, stranded naked show? Oh, what? where they take you and a girl? I would prefer to guys. Uh, yeah, to yeah, an island. Sense. You're stripped naked, and you're supposed to survive what? for a week. Wait, why is it you and a girl? What's the point of that? Like, are you supposed to recreate like some, humanity at that point? Like, some why? straight guy made that thing. Ugh. But no, you're both let off on an island. No, I, you know. You know, I yeah, maybe, but like maybe not naked. Like, give me some clothes and maybe like a, right? a sandwich or something. Listen, like, give me something. Listen, when you're in the lounge, we talk about everything. We go like okay. we right like and we th- promised <laughs> you earlier. We're gonna bring you some cool music with an even cooler musician. He is no straight. Stranger to Jonathan and Sergey, although this will be his first time in the lounge. His music has resonated with listeners for decades. His 2016 album, Adieu, was named one of the top albums of the year by magazines like Blurt, Disarm, and Insight. He has recorded a new album called My Movie Star, produced by none other than Jay Moore, due for release in 2018. He is an actor, a writer, an advocate as well. His talent knows no end, and we are very excited to bring Mr. Logan Lynn into the lounge. Logan, are you there? Hi, how's it going, guys? Amazing. Amazing. How are you? I'm hoping you're not as exhausted as I can imagine because you took a little break. What did you say? I said I'm hoping you're not as exhausted as I could imagine you must be because you did take Uh, a little break. I did, yeah. I just got back to Portland from Malibu, and it was a lovely week. Oh my! I'm so jealous. How 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 is Malibu? Is it is it a little less smoky than it is up here? <laughs> right, because we're dying. It it was like 25 degrees cooler than oh. Portland when I got oh to God. LA, and the air quality was because we have all this wildfire smoke here yeah. in Oregon right now. Right. So the air quality was like perfect. It was the first time in my life I've ever gotten off an airplane in Los Angeles and been like, oh, air, fresh air. <laughs> I hear you. They they rated Spokane, which is where we hail from. They rated Spokane as worse than Beijing last week. I think the whole Pacific Northwest, right, right. honestly. I'm kind of over it. It's the I'm worst. kind of over it. Oh my God. Did you find yourself singing Miley Cyrus down there in, in Malibu? <laughs> I think I'm of a certain age where I was actually singing the Courtney Love Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm but, yeah. of that age range myself. But so, so you just took, because you just, we mentioned in the intro that you just did this amazing new album that we're all dying to hear sometime next year. What do you think the importance to you of taking time off like you just went to Malibu and celebrating and enjoying something as momentous as, as all the work you put into an album? How important is that to you? 
Oh my gosh. You know, I, I do all this mental health work um, mm-hmm. professionally, like I'm an advocate and I am also, you know, underneath that, a real believer uh, in self-care. And so, right. you know, I spend a lot of my time preaching, uh, not just to like out in the world, but to other bands about like the importance of self-care. And every now and then I catch myself like, oh my God, dude, you are totally not practicing what you preach like you need to actually shut it down for a second so um (laughs) i did that and it was really important i think i've gotten really good at that of kind of like um you know not letting the well go completely dry before i go fill it up and i I think as i age and as i sort of um take more control over what's happening to not just me but my career uh, I'm able to do that more, and it's 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 really lovely. Well, I should have been doing that this whole time. Right, <laughs> right? I hear you. <laughs> Retrospect oh 2020. God. I mean, it's good to have that, though. The the times where you can take off, just do you, enjoy your life, and celebrate, honestly. I mean, it's a big achievement to have this new album, which is my movie star, that's that's produced by Jay Moore. And ha- let, me, let me just ask, you guys are, are pretty close. How did that connection come about? Yeah, he, we have a super close relationship. I yeah. love that guy. He's he's my best friend. I think we'd probably do anything for each other. Um, and uh, it came about just, I guess, like anything comes about. You know, we met and we instantly connected and right. have been kind of inseparable ever since. His um, producing the record was so special in that, you know, um, because of how close we are, he was able to really take me somewhere I hadn't ever been before mm-hmm. with the producer. He um, stripped away all of the instruments, all of um, all the bells and whistles, even further than I had. I've been kind of moving in that direction over the last few records, but um, he really just took it all away. And, and I would send him a track and he would tell me to be quieter and quieter. And um, it sort of got down to the essence of what I've been trying to do. And that last record, you know, Adieu um, was... I, I'm really proud of it. It was a labor of love. It took forever to make. <laughs> and um, that's because, you know, it was about mental illness and my own sort of lived experience of survival and resilience. And I felt like that whole press tour that we did, I was talking about overcoming suicidal ideation, all this mm-hmm. really heavy stuff, which was important. And I, I really wanted to do that. Um, but I am, you know, I immediately sort of found this other outlet to just write love songs and be inspired by um, the place I've been in in my life for a while now, which is like a really happy, sort of settled place. Um, that's, it was an interesting experience to do a whole bunch, you know, a year of interviews and, and appearances and shows uh, around songs that were about suffering right. while I was super happy. Hmm, right. Um, and... It was probably for the best, you know, like, I don't think you want to go out on the road and talk about suicide when you're suicidal, no, but I yeah. also, <laughs> you know, right. I'm like really excited to just have written a record that feels um, like it's it's important and it's my heart, but it's not going to be really trying to perform them. It's not going to be um, a thing where I feel like all of I have to give everything in order to just kind of get out the door. Mm-hmm. These songs came came really fast and easy, and I love them. And um, I think, you know, it, the record came sort of within a year as opposed to four years, which is, um, I think, speaks to the magic of the songs. And there's something cool about, 
you know, just kind of calling it, being like, no more techno, no more beats, no more drums, everybody else out of here. Right. Um, and just sitting down with the grand piano and, and writing songs. Well, that's what's fascinating. So was the, your process in making this album different? Because it was you and a piano. It's not, you know, it's different than a lot of your other albums. Was your process totally. different because of that? Well, yeah. And I, you know, the whole experiment, Jay was like, made me write it live on the internet for everybody wow. to watch. Like right. it was live video clips. And then I would take those moments of like absolute like you know exposure and vulnerability and and turn them into songs from there but i've certainly never um written everything all by myself music and lyrics and, and obviously i worked with um gill who is mm-hmm. um a musician glasses he's actually t Payne's collaborator but um he that was way down the road i had already written all of the songs and and they still you know he made he did what i wish i could do on piano but it's still very much um me and i I certainly have never written songs live where Mm. people could watch me and like it's so imperfect and that's all um still on there and what a vulnerable space you know when you're writing songs it's so personal to just put it out there yeah, it was horrifying. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> but, like, it did something really good, I think, process-wise for me. Like, I really, Jay, I because I trusted him and loved mm-hmm. him and we were so close, I was able to kind of give him the reins and really let all the way go after wow. I wrote. Um, and that's never happened before. I, I, you know, some of that bravery that um, I put out into the world was not totally felt it was sort of like uh, i'm just gonna do this and oh my god hope for the best (laughs) and the best ended up actually happening well it sounds like it was very therapeutic for you to do that now i i don't see a release date so when can we know when we can experience the therapy yeah (laughs) (laughs) there are a few things that are happening in the background right right now that i are like sort of not happening live on the internet which (laughs) (laughs) as it goes yeah (laughs) which will determine that answer but i think you know we're we're shooting all the photos this month and we're um you know it's done it's it's mastered and and ready to roll so um you know i think once the first video happens we'll make an announcement my guess is like first quarter of next year right right jay and i are also you know starting to talk about what it would look like to do like a tour together and <gasps> play some shows nice yes please like yes that. please so, yes please oh. first there. of all that would be a lot of fun second yeah. of all you two are so adorable watch like you can go to like logan lynn music you can see pictures of you guys as your yeah, little videos it's <laughs> super fun to watch yeah. guys. Oh my a lot God. of fun so, listen, we're going to take you down a little side road because that's how, okay. you know, we work here. So we have asked this class. It's a classic deep question. Super serious. everybody from Margaret show to, like, actors on TV series because it's that deep. Uh, so we're okay. going to ask you, boxers or briefs? Uh, boxer briefs. See, Boom. hybrid. Thank I you. am with the hybrid. I think we should keep a tally and go back because I most do. people go for that boxer yeah. brief hybrid and they are winners. They that's are. The I'll it. tell you, Mar- Margaret Cho said granny panty, so that's the only time we've ever heard that. <laughs> oh, Margaret. I mean, you know. I know. <laughs> but I am with you. I am either with the boxer brief or the, the trunk. 
I enjoy yeah. that. Oh, yeah, ooh, I, I like that. the trunk, the short cut. Listen, That's well, it. you know what? No, nothing wrong with a little, a little shorter uh-huh. underwear. Give yeah, us some exposure. Now, okay. So you, you, you've never been one to shy away from honesty and authenticity about your life experiences, all of that. But, you know, you say you were braver than you have ever been writing this album. Why, why do you feel that is? Is it because it was so live and vulnerable and honestly therapeutic like, like we just because talked about? Because you've been pretty damn because brave. Because you've been real out there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think that the content is braver. I okay. think my process got braver. Oh yeah. Gotcha. I've certainly, you know, I've put out really potentially dangerous music. <laughs> yeah. <before. laughs> That's what we love so, about you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's certainly not what this record is. But but as far as like putting on a video camera, live yeah. streaming to my social media, which reaches you know however many hundreds of thousands of right. people. And then just playing and seeing what happens and being willing to like let other people see what happens. Mm-hmm. That is like something that I don't think I would have ever thought I would ever entertain even the notion of, much less be convinced into doing. But right. it worked. And, and you know, I thought for a second about taking all those videos down off of YouTube and everywhere, but oh. it's like, I don't think that that was what it was about, right? Like right. those songs got better and, and people, when they hear the record, will be able to sort of tell the difference there's this old i had an older producer i totally changed producers this time too just because it was time to make a change and Mm -hmm. work with um work with people who kind of don't have a sense of me and and keep keep that on its toes um but i had that last producer gino who um really had this sort of belief that the first thing people hear is the last thing people hear and I, I don't actually agree with that. You know, I yeah. think you can show people your process. And then in the end, um, what you put out is what people hear. And if people want to watch one of these sort of crappy YouTube videos that I made while I was writing it and be like, well, that guy's whatever, like mm-hmm. whatever that word is, for me, it's brave and it yeah. was uncomfortable and, and it was important to right. sort of shed that that thing. I've been super vulnerable around talking about my life, but never yeah. about my musical process. And it's like, in my mind, for whatever reason, that was scarier. Right? Well, and you mentioned, I'm glad that you've kept those videos out there, because I think when someone's a true fan of music, or a true fan of the musician and the artist, it is my favorite thing to like buy that behind-the-scenes right. DVD. You know what I mean? Go on that to journey with them. To actually see yeah. how they took exactly. it from... You know, A to Z, and watch that process. I think that for people who are true fans, there's a res- there's a big respect mm-hmm. to be able to see how your favorite artist even works, how their brain, you know, functions during this. So I think that's amazing. Well, I hope you're right. <laughs> I mean, I hate to I hate to brag, but most of the time I am. <laughs> Okay, good, that, good. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it sounds right, and it's certainly why I didn't delete them. I just, you know, that's where we get into the, like, ooh, I've, I've right. let, like, three or four people hear it, and right. I, um, you know, everybody's been super, it's been a positive response, but I have, um, I'm I'm like kind of sketched out about it. It's like, where did all the drums and all the things I hide behind go, you right. guys? 
And I wow. think I think that's the I cannot wait to hear this I album. Know. I think so you exciting. should release it tomorrow. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I have to say, you know, your last album, you talked about all the 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 heavy issues you've dealt with on It was critically acclaimed, but you talked about things like you said, uh, suicidal ideation, the struggle, and how you got yeah. through it. Why do you think you have always been bold? Your music's always been bold. The the subject matter, you don't shy away in your in your public speaking, in your social media, in your music. Why do you think that is such a part of you that you're you're not afraid to be so honest about things that can make some people uncomfortable? Yeah, no, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, uncomfortable. That's the space I work in. Yeah. I, you know, I don't I don't know, man. I I think probably because I just am no no good at the other way. Like uh, the whole idea that I would have a public image versus a private image sounds right. really hard to keep up with and impossibly stressful. Yeah. And I'm like around, you know, a whole bunch of mm-hmm. actual famous people who have to do a little bit of that. And right. I just can't, I can't. Like I'll do a little bit for them, but like when it comes to me and, and the actual meat of my feeling experience or my um, lived experience in the world, like it's too late. It's too late to try to come up with some other person. Like <laughs> I, I should have done that twenty years ago. Right, right. That's that. over. <laughs> You're so fallen and committed. I don't know that it's a. It's like not a conscious decision at this right. point. I just I, I own my past, and so I figure I may as well just keep talking about life as it happens. Well, and in that conversation, talking about you and your life and as it happens, you you never shy away from being advocate for mental health. And I don't yeah. I don't believe that we in this culture talk about that enough. What do you think we can do differently to change the conversation or the scope of mental health in our culture? Well, you just did something yourself just now in bringing it up, so that's good. I think I think we have to permeate the culture a little bit, yeah. and, and that's what I you know that last record. Um, Adieu was all about doing that. I wanted to not only permeate my fan base with narrative about who I really am, you know, because I had, I had acted kind of mm-hmm. weird for two decades at times. Like people didn't know. I think there was a general narrative of like, oh, he's on drugs, or what's wrong with that guy, or he's crazy, and and like I felt like I wanted to to sort of explain my behavior, uh, you know, there's an explanation. I have a diagnosis. There's a reason mm-hmm. why I was acting like that for so long. Right. Um, and so I wanted to use music as the vehicle. I wanted to be able to um, care about what I was doing in a way that mattered to not just me, but to the community that I saw sort of suffering around me. Um, and, you know, and when, when I was working with Portland's Q Center, the permeating sort of Mm -hmm. experience was mental illness. People are suffering. People are traumatized in the LGBTQ community. People um, are hesitant to go get help because it wasn't that long ago that we were vilified if we did and Mm -hmm. sent into institutions and things like that. Um, And so there's a real um, sort of cultural trauma in our communities around mental illness, around speaking up, around coming out. Mm -hmm. And I have um, through Keep Oregon Well and Mental Health Matters, really tried to create an, a, an environment of safety, a platform for people to open up and, and speak their truth. And I think my my music um, has that vehicle or the, all the interviews I did, um, any of the reviews that wrote about it, like I felt really 
um, exhilarated as, as each one would come out like, oh my God, right, we cracked this weird right. um, barrier. And I had so many people from labels to managers to even people that, that were like in my band be like, are you sure that you want to do this? Like, why are you doing this? And I, I was sure, you know, like I, I felt like, well, somebody kind of has to, you know, mm-hmm, somebody right. has to do it. There were a right. lot of people that didn't want to put the record in stores because of the cover art. There were a lot of um, LGBT um, outlets that didn't want to interview me, that didn't write about the record. They just totally ignored it because uh, I believe, um, you know, there's a stigma. There's a persistent yes. stigma around yes. LGBTQ Absolutely, mental health for sure. Mm-hmm. And what was weird is like it was. It, this was the most successful record I've ever put out. I had five singles on radio in the mm-hmm. last year, and I like had all kinds of good reviews. But they were almost all from um, what I would consider straight press. There mm-hmm. was very little um, gay press, and that's the first time that's ever happened. So in in that experience, I was like, oh, wow, right. Like there's a little bit of a don't you dare feed them what they've been saying about us. Don't you dare. And in my my world, both are true. I'm gay Mm -hmm. and I have Mm -hmm. experienced trauma and I'm resilient. But like I'm not experiencing this mental health condition by way of my gayness. It's right. by way yeah. of trauma. Yes. So, it, you know, it was hard um, to sort of navigate that. I knew it would be difficult, but but the ways in which I thought that stigma would exist in my record and, and the surrounding press and just the experience of it happened in a totally different way than I had planned for. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's, we deal with mental illness as, it, like a, a stereotypical Southern mother would deal with Mm -hmm. you know her children like you need everything to be perfect so we're going to sweep that we don't talk about unpleasantries that's right we're going to sweep that under the rug because it's better that way and i think there is it causes so much suffering and silence in our our culture and that is the silence is is 90 percent of the problem because you can't be helped you can't help each other if you're not first willing to to speak and to give it a voice right yeah i'm Totally. Yep. Yeah, we need a coming out movement, you know, yeah. and I think that's that's what it was all about for me. I stood up on stages of comedy shows, of late night talk shows, of my own shows, on the radio, in person, all last right. year. And I came out about being a person who um, lives with persistent suicidal ideation, who mm-hmm. actually is really successful by way of what some people might consider uh, mental illness, you know, mm-hmm. I came out over and over and over hundreds yeah. and hundreds of times in print out loud. Yeah. And it got easier every time. I think the reaction from um, the press, um, the more comfortable I got speaking about it, the more right. comfortable people got writing about it. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I think we did some good, you right. know, and, and that wasn't why I did it. I mean, it was right. a byproduct of why I did it. Right. And I'm certainly Absolutely. happy that it that it started some conversations. Um, but it was surprising, you know, I, I, at one point, I won't name the media outlet, but I had like kind of a big break moment happen where a huge media company um, was going to write a story and they actually interviewed me and did the story and, and it, and it got back to us that the title was going to be Logan Lynn, the new face of crazy. Oh, wow. And 
And we pulled, you know, yeah, I yeah. pulled it. I, we, we kind of just said, no, this is terrible. And then just yeah. stopped everything. Didn't do the photo shoot. And it was heartbreaking because that would have been really great exposure, but it would right. have been the wrong kind of exposure. Absolutely. And I, you know, like it was a delicate balance yeah. all the way through yeah. to make sure that while I was highlighting stigma, I wasn't exploiting it while I was using my story to be the vehicle. I wasn't injuring myself and I wasn't with all of it sort of um, perpetuating stigma. I I got accused a lot of um, glamorizing mental illness and suicide, which Mm -hmm. was in my mind sort of at first really offensive and couldn't be farther from the truth. And about halfway through the tour, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I am. I'm glamorizing it because we are so far from people feeling like mental illness is so glamorous, I'm going to emulate it. Right. But right. if we ever get right. there, I'm going to be like, sweet, my work here is done, <laughs> and I'll stop. Right? But, like, you, yeah. it's not – people are so confused about their brains not being in their bodies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can't mental separate health it. Health. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, we don't we're, having fight, we're having fights right now on just general health insurance, and yeah, yet period. we still haven't even touched – not even a little bit. It's such our, a mess. Our mental health care system. Right. And yeah, that is really permeates tough. society and has a yeah. lot of issues that if we would start to deal with, I think we would, we would be building a stronger culture than we are. And I'm curious to find out, you know, like you just said, you've been, you know, you have a, a good relationship with the press, but it kind of goes back and forth depending. I'm, and I'm curious to find out as someone who is such a bold and a loud activist as yourself... How have you chosen to respond or battle or however you've chosen to take it, the current administration as it is? <laughs> oh, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. I know, right? <laughs> no, everything is rosy and yeah. beautiful. It's amazing. Uh-huh. I haven't heard about this. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, I, I came out swinging on election day or inauguration oh, yeah. day rather with right. that, um, Oh Lucifer video. I made uh-huh. a mm-hmm. yes, you did. Donald Trump puppet and put him in jail and mm-hmm. exploded his followers. And for whatever <laughs> reason, I like, I didn't get in any trouble and like tons of press outlets ran it. Yeah. It was like not a Kathy Griffin thing for me. Yeah, like, I, at when all. That, when right. all that started happening, I was like, Okay, like I get that hers is a little more graphic, but like still we already like exploded his followers and right? all you guys did was like write about it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You so got my re- my reaction was to sort of try and reclaim that space. And and ever since, you know, I just I feel the same way that everybody that I know feels and that's some sort of mix of hopelessness and anger and mm-hmm. and within right. that there is something motivating i'm certainly going to um do whatever i can to help with getting somebody new in there but in the yes. meantime like i'm a little bit like everybody else in that like are we gonna blow up and die maybe I, you know right? I, I really don't want to no right <laughs> and every day you're like it, i have yeah. no idea what the morning could bring it's i sad, have no idea it's sad that we can't rule that out as a whole yeah like no that, it is oh my yeah. gosh we Woo. have to live with some level of anxiety. Yeah, about That's, being blown up. Yes, that is unfortunately just a fact oh of the matter God. right now. I, and if not, if not blown up, then having your rights completely stripped. Oh yeah, right. having your family taken or right. you exactly. Know, I, mean, I just like. It's that's where the hopeless part. But yeah. I I don't want to be a voice for the hopeless in this. Like I right. feel hopeful still in my heart. I feel happy still, and I I hope that what we're doing 
in our own personal lives, me and, and the other people I'm surrounded with, has at least a, a local impact. I right. don't know. I've been donating tons of money to places. I, I've been trying to, like, show up where I can with the very little free time I have, but, like, show up and support the organizations that are standing up and fighting for the rights of people whose rights are being trampled on. Yeah. I can't do anything about the nuclear bomb. Like, I'm right. sorry, you're just kind of all on your own with that one, just like <laughs> me. But, like, honestly... Um, I still have hope that there's some secret plan happening to like, right? fix this. I, I just don't, I, I can't imagine there's not. Right? I there's got to be. There has to be. Something's <laughs> in there. Because we're all watching this crazy farce. There's yeah. got to be, gotta be, I watched enough movies. There's got to be I, a you. nice tie at the end. Exactly. I, it's, be. it's not a tragedy. Let's, let's just hope. <laughs> I'm not no. ready to give that up. <laughs> now, okay, so you do music. You perform. You also are a yeah. mental health advocate. You even act. How the hell do you do it all? How do you make time for it? Where do you find oh, it? Yes. Yeah. I did that TV show. Like a, yes, you did. A, um, Last Meal yes. by the yes. folks who wrote Search Party on TBS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The really weird, like when they pitched it to me, they were like, do you want to be involved in this? Um, it's sort of like a B-horror, ultra-violent cooking and comedy show. Yeah. And I was <laughs> it's like, pretty uh, great. Uh, okay, sounds good. <laughs> Just because, like, I knew all the people involved and mm -hmm. I, I wanted to work with them for years. And so um, I said yes, kind of sight unseen. We shot it last summer in a big castle um, when it was 100 degrees outside. I was oh wearing God. black leather Ooh. and there was no oh. air conditioning. Oh, my God. It like a team of people just on my like they were on sweat duty like bald oh man my sweat duty um, <laughs> wow but it came out uh a few months back mm -hmm. and within a couple weeks vimeo had picked my episode as their staff pick it got watched like half a million times that week and oh it was gosh. really special and i have had some other um you know we were gonna do season two i've been asked back to do season nice two and, um we're gonna you know i've had some other offers i don't know i don't like that whole actor thing is an interesting um, label, and I'm open to it, and I certainly still want to work with people that I love, and I'm happy to show up uh, as whoever they need me to show up as. Um, but I don't, I don't love getting viciously murdered. I hope that doesn't have to happen again. <laughs> that part was hard. I, mean... was, I still find that fake blood in my jewelry. Oh, oh, you do not. Are you serious? Mm. And it's sticky stuff, it's sticky. too. Yeah, it's like corn syrup or something. Yeah. yeah, and it's like the show was like all high-end fashion and everything right. got destroyed. Yep. But, you oh. know, we do the things we do for love and art. Exactly. Oh. The things we do for art is right. Now, before we wrap this up and we let you go, first of all, it's been amazing to actually get to talk to you again. I think it's been a year it's or two. It's been a bit, yeah. Since we've been talked to minute. you. Yeah, Thanks we, for having me. Oh, of fun. course. We love all the artistic stuff you do. I resonate big time with that. Before we let you go, though, let's get a pulse on what's next. Like, do you even know you, you're kind of playing with the tour, maybe? You're uh, thinking about, you know, like maybe season two of this. Do you know what's next for, for Logan Lynn and uh, maybe things that you might be thinking of in the future that your fans are going to want to know? Yeah, um, well, this record, so my movie star, like I said, we'll have some announcements soon, um, but it'll come out sometime next year, and we'll have a tour that supports it. Um, one thing that's definitely happening um, is Keep Oregon Well is still going strong, so Good. if people want to get involved, right. at least in Oregon, right. um, that's keeporegonwell.com. I would love to have um, everybody there. My documentary came out. Yeah. We would love 
Um, and so if you want to watch that, that's leadwithlovedoc.com. Nice. Um, and, you know, I, I, my hope is that people find the record when it comes out and love it. Right now, um, you know, it's looking like it's going to be a double disc, one disc, just the album, and then another disc of um, some of my favorite bands reimagining all the songs. Oh, that's um, so, so this cool. week, I'm in the studio with the Dandy Warhols. They're doing ah, a song. Wow. So super exciting stuff. And, um, yeah. I, you know, I'm terrible about secrets. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, soon enough, I'll be able to talk about all this stuff. Oh, we are, we are so excited. You've yeah. been working so much uh, it's nice to uh to get to see your art out mm-hmm. there and listen mm-hmm. to it you are amazing uh gentleman and a scholar sir thank you so much for coming back to talk to the to jonathan and sergey we appreciate it thank you guys yeah anytime thank you now go get some rest and dream of malibu yeah forget the smoke <laughs> forget the smoke <laughs> all right bye boys. bye, bye. And that was the artist himself, the amazing musician, Logan Lynn. If you want to know more about Logan Lynn, you can go to loganlynnmusic.com. That is two ins. Mm-hmm. He's so much fun. He has been around for a while. He's brilliant. Logo blew him up way back in the day. Oh, my God. And yeah. he has never stopped. And he's fierce. I love that he's not afraid of anything. I know. I love, and I love how he's a huge activist for mental health because mm. that's a conversation no one is having. I mean, we no. need more people need to be we having it. We do need to be having it. We need to be having we it. Don't allow ourselves to here's the thing i feel like if we all did checkups mentally like we do checkups at the health doctor for body right i think we would all be a healthier community a healthier culture and we don't do it and some people don't even go when they really really need to yeah um at all so yeah i think there's no shame in therapy exactly no shame in the what is the Socrates quote? An unexamined life is not worth living. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to, or else you can totally destroy yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. and not even know that and it's you, coming. Exactly, and yeah. a lot of people. Come on, like let's get the stigma out of here. That's get the, the number one thing. Get the stigma out of here, and I love that Logan is so with his journey. Yeah. Very so open. Raw and, and it open. does make some people uncomfortable, but if it yeah. makes you uncomfortable, you probably need to hear it. You're doing something right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If people are that that's weird that you're saying that I don't know what I feel, then you some menu is saying you need to listen. Exactly. You, to you listen gotta to you gotta figure that out. No, I think that's amazing. I love him. I do too. Now we're gonna play a song by Logan Lynn off of the last album, ad- Adieu. It's gonna be off of Adieu. Yeah. Which I just love saying Ad- Adieu. Adieu. Yeah. And adieu. this actually is Adieu. Yeah, this is we're actually title, gonna listen to title the track title of the, track uh, of the album. Okay. Adieu. So enjoy it, and if you love it and you haven't listened, you haven't heard Logan before, go to loganlinmusic.com and check out everything that is Logan because he's worth it. He is, baby. He's worth it. And now, here's Adieu by Logan Lynn.
you playing games with fame And nobody's gonna be the winner None of this is worth a thing And baby, you're a beginner Oh, now you wanna steal my name Then turn around and sell me down the river Quit looking for someone to blame With your lovers hiding in the so I did So there you go. That's Logan Lynn. He's awesome. He's Please my favorite. check him out. I listen to, okay, so there's a song called Hologram that I listen to when I work yes. out, and it's Logan Lynn. Yes. I listen to it when I'm at the gym. It's a good so, one. So it is. It's a great song. He has some great music back there. I know. I'm excited to hear his acoustic instead of his, because I mean, oh, a lot of his stuff was dancey. I just want to hear the raw, the, da- the piano and the vocals. First I of all, he that. is so, and love that. I'm fascinated love by him and Jay Moore because they're so, you can tell they're super close. They're like best and friends. I'm always fascinated by people's relationships. Mm-hmm. I, I just did. Mm-hmm. Not like romance, just how people well, interact. Yeah. Yeah. And they are the sweetest thing so just great. looking. I know. Both. They're just so sweet. I so cute. I, I know. Them. And then you can see pictures of Logan and his dog, which is also just adorable. Yeah. Adorable <laughs> as fuck. That A-F. is how it is. Yeah. Adorable yeah, totally. as fuck. But remember, we always 
bring you the best interviews mm-hmm. available. Mm-hmm. No one else is talking to the people we're talking to. Yeah, that's right. Because we are awesome. Always bringing you hit shows, hit, hit shows. actors, hit musicians, hit artists. Brilliant topic. Constantly. Everything. And it's Jonathan and Sergey, so you know it's quirky and, and odd. That's right. <laughs> I know. Exactly. That's how we like it. Yeah. And we'll just see you next time. Yep. Bye, bitch. Bye. This episode sponsored by Maximus Box. It's your monthly clothing subscription. Clothing for the big and tall man in your life. Visit MaximusBox.com for your subscription. Hey, you can find us online at JonathanAndSergey.com. As well as our social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Jonathan and Sergey. Until next time, cool cats. Ciao.